Being held to a high standard, be respected for balance, heightened opinions that were the counter, to ultimately find truth, feeling, and overall understanding of a general topic. If you were here for this, you could fuck off. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> oh, I like that. Okay. That's a pretty apt description of what's about to happen. <laughs> So this is another episode of Thoughts on Things. This week, the chosen film is Under Siege. And Under Siege too. Double feature, coming at you back to back. So this is part one, Under Siege. Will it be right to talk about the first one rather than the second well, one? Well, yeah. yeah. Would you like to start? Right, well, just I'll, I'll point out like some quick things. Right, okay, so like uh, Katie Ryback main character he is a master chef but mainly with a microwave he seems to enjoy the <laughs> yeah, microwave yeah, an awful lot but also he's not just satisfied with cooking with his uh, microwave he, he likes to use it to like cause death yeah <laughs> god yeah he makes the uh, the microwave bomb doesn't he that's like one of yeah. his things and just like another thing on that it's like when the the, the guys go back into the, the kitchen and they find all the dead bodies that he's just absolutely fucking killed. And they all go, oh, what the fuck's happened? He's killed everybody. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. nobody goes, what's in the fucking microwave? It's just fucking... Yeah, the microwave's around. just going. And they're just what? like, oh, we'll just see what's in there. And they just leave it. Oh, it's pink, is it? What's ready? It's fucking crazy. Well, I mean, that's not, like, top of the priority list. Like, fucking, they're walking around and they're like, oh, Jesus Christ, where's Casey? Where's Casey? He's a psycho, he's going to kill us all. Is that a Pop-Tart? I'd, I'd be still wondering what's in the microwave. I mean, no, I, no, 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 I wouldn't. I'm okay. focused, but I mean, the constant buzz would probably drive you, me up the wall. Go, so, yeah, somebody maybe would have a look. Somebody have a look, anyway. So, on, but on that matter, like Casey Rabbit, I put it to you that maybe just like the top military guys, you know, like, like top brass, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the real guys who make the proper oh, decisions. Yeah. They just like like really shit food, and that's the only reason why they have Casey Rabbit. He's just really good at like fucking cooking gangsters and shit, like, and fucking like rustlers. Everything's a ready meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice, nice. And that's the only reason why they give him this top clearance because it's like that's all that you can do. Like reading his instructions, like three minutes fifty on high, <laughs> stand for one minute. Now this three four. <laughs> The Academy of Microwave yeah, that, that's, that is the reason why. He's got his he's got his uh, his cross from it yeah, around his he's, neck. He's just a mental microwave chef. But then <laughs> on that, I'm just trying to think like realistically how fucking gourmet could you be with those ingredients? Could you make like a like a proper gourmet like rustlers combination? Maybe. I don't know. And maybe, or maybe that's why he's fucking mental. Maybe he's like chuck pepperamis in there and stuff like that. Pepperami. <laughs> I like pepperami, man. I'm not adverse to a pepperami every now and then. Mm. I'm not going to lie. But I kind of feel like they're on a boat. They're going to want non perishable items. So oh, pepperami. Don't be boring about no, pe- it. No, pepperami's going to be oh, up there. Right, cool, pepperami's going to be up cool, there. Cool. Non perishable items, coca noodles, pepperamis, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. It's going to be a hyphy party up there, mate. They're all going to be getting swollen. No wonder he knows all this fucking IKEA. Yeah, though, man. Mate. He's been doing it's his just like, natural, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah what else is he going to do? Just get man ripped in the kitchen. Yeah, that's how Navy works, man. Cook yeah. and just work out. Yeah, man, and that, that weird level of... Have you noticed the weird level of disrespect the army officers have for all, like, the chefs? Oh, yeah, like, like spitting in the food and stuff? Yeah, man. Oh, I get on to that. I get on to that. <laughs> that that's Can't a big point. But let's say, 
And anyway, right, so just another quick point. I don't know if, like, I don't know if this means anything to you, but it might mean something. Like, that this film is, like, very much like, um, I th- well, obviously, Metal Gear Solid 2, the game, borrows a lot of the imagery. Shooting out. Yeah, a lot of sounds, <laughs> but... Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's just like very similar, reminiscent of the Shadow Moses event, right? Okay. Um, and it, it basically has many similarities to like this film, but also like Escape from New York, but which is by John Carpenter. Okay. Big um, fan. Yeah, exactly. Because they're like Hideo Kojima. Does he do the music for it? Do what, uh, no, I don't think he does the music. But the Hideo Kojima does, um, he did Metal Gear Solid 1. In 1998, yep. and then he did Metal Gear Solid in 2001. Yeah, like so. Obviously, like those, like both of those films had come out and heavily borrowed from that. Delicious, so. man. Thanks for that. I'm just a bit of information. Cheers. Yeah, I'm drank a bit of trivia every now and then. Yeah, man. The first thing I'll tell as soon as I make another friend. So <laughs> 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 no, I'll lure him in. <laughs> okay. Right, go on then. Right, so the this is the first time I watched Under Siege. Honestly, I, I saw Under Siege two as a child and absolutely yeah, you, loved that, it. Your weird like B and B story. <laughs> another story for another day. But yeah, I um, <laughs> I watched Under Siege two as a kid and I loved it, but I'd never seen Under Siege properly. So this was the first time I watched it, and um, the immediate question that jumped out in my mind was, should Casey Ryback just kill that stripper? So, I got all mathematical on it, (laughs) and uh, I wrote out a list of pros and cons, right? So, I'll give you my pros. Right, so you're just proposing that, like... I'm proposing that... That he kills a woman, like, a defenceless woman. No, no, no. I am saying, purely from a logical point of view, would it have been beneficial to his survival to have not been looking after... Well, well obviously of course not but it's the right thing to do it's the Casey right Casey fucking ran back way he's not gonna leave nobody behind perhaps you should wait for my list of pros and cons before you decide that I'm a horrible person I know you're a horrible person I'm just like like adding to it at this level I suppose you are then let me get on to my pros <laughs> go on right so pro number one she, she probably actually wants to die uh, the, the, the first thing we see her do she's not is, a stripper anyway she's a model sure. the first thing we see her do right is take that accidental overdose she's like oh I'm very sick today no one takes a double dose of military grade prescription drugs just because they're feeling oh very sick today she's trying to kill herself mate. cry for help she wants to go she don't want to be fuck there fucking yeah. career's not going the way she was like fuck it I'll take fuck some it. pills take some pills but on like oh, it's tragic don't get me wrong I'm I'll just do it whilst I'm on a ship you know, yeah that's just the way it is man she's at the lowest point in her life like she, she wants to be an actor but uh, her agent's fucking her over and now she's jumping out of a cape with her tits out this is not what she wanted man so Fair. she, she bends it right? yeah. I, don't, I don't know if she's suicidal potentially but I would say that her hysterical antics in the locker room point to the fact that she is I mean, he puts her in the locker, right? And she's going mental. Like the, she the first, fucking the first and most minor obstacle that she faces reduces her to tears. She's a liability, mate. Get rid of her. Just get rid of her. She even admits to Casey afterwards that she's the wrong partner. She shows weak character and a negative attitude, Stephen. They yeah. put people in the locker in Metal Gear Solid 2 as well. Shut up. Right, she knows when they're outside and he's blowing up the plane, right? She, uh, sorry, the helicopter. She immediately gets caught and loses his gun, right? Causing him to have to risk his own life while yeah. unarmed to save her. Yeah? Yeah. 
But then at the end of the movie, she insists on tagging along with him when he's going on his solo run down the corridor, but then serves yeah. us nothing more than a constant inconvenience. Yeah. Should have killed her. Absolute blag. I thought she, you know that guy that was uh, being a right pussy? I thought she was going to honey dick him into uh, <laughs> getting killed as well. So I thought like that was going to go on the uh, on the cons list, like keep her alive, because he's an absolute melt. But speaking of the cons list, um, I just wrote, killing strippers is wrong. That it? Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> so she carries his equipment initially and, you know, serves as an adequate substitute for a mule or a suitcase. So that's the first con. She, get, um, him, get him, yeah. She saves him from the angry Irish fella, to be fair. Uh, so, yeah. you know, that's another reason, you know, it's good to keep her alive. And also, she uh, she serves as the purpose of nuclear blast concern exposition in the climax. See, I actually had the same concern she did, that when they blow up the sub, would that not just detonate the nukes? So uh, I looked it up, and Casey fucking Ryback is actually right. And in fact, there has never, ever been an accidental nuclear explosion, ever. So overall, I'd say you did the right thing. What, in terms of nuclear explosion, in terms of like... Never been an accidental nuclear explosion. Well, like, apart from, like, nuclear factories. Well, well, they're not nuclear explosions. You have nuclear uh, meltdowns, but... There's never been a detonation of right, a nuclear yeah. device by accident. Yeah, everyone's been purposefully done. Yeah, every yeah. nuclear bomb. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's not. But that, uh, that's, that's, that's good to hear. Yeah, no, it wasn't. That's, that's very good to hear. Thank you. Because he's like, oh, yeah, we're just gonna blow the sub up, and she's like, is that gonna set off the bomb? He's like, he's like, no, it doesn't work well, that uh, way. And I was like, I think it does. So I looked it up and I was wrong. Casey was yeah. right. No, yeah, if you just blow the thing up, like the warhead has to activate. Well, apparently, yeah. yeah. But, you know, facts in this movie. I learned something. Facts on the scene. Growth. Yeah, man. I grew. Casey grew. Thanks. Growth. Thanks on the siege. Thanks. I'd say keep her alive. I'm glad. I'm glad. Oh! She grew on me. Oh, God. Genuinely, no, she grew on me. I, I hated her at the start, but you know at the end where she's like cocking the gun and like, you know, blows that guy away yeah. and she's like getting a bit sassy and getting a bit of banter. Well, well, like, I really liked her. I was glad she was there. Like I so said, when she chooses to go, yeah, maybe she might be like thinking, but when, when yeah, he, well, she's got heart, when she has, to, when he has to take her to save her, then absolutely just have to do it. I'm not actually advocating killing someone, by the way. What? I know I talk a lot about killing people. I do apologise. Yeah. At least I didn't want him to eat her. Anyway, come on, blow my mind. Right, okay. This film doesn't exist. <laughs> right. We all just experience a collective <laughs> consciousness of a collection of people environments all of physics that's bled into our like reality and manifests in what we know as under siege okay because this is not yes. an actual film this is gordon ramsay's fever dream that has bled into reality and that's what we know as but now we're fully accepting of it okay. we this is the film we see like so look at this okay <coughs> right so if you look at it <coughs> It's pretty much your standard Ramsey, like mm-hmm. it, like he's like Ramsey's entire oeuvre. 
you know, okay. not just kitchen nightmares, Hell's Kitchen, all of these things like rushing around his head at night. Back to boiling point, back to dances. Yeah, yeah, man, when he's oh, pop, yeah. like sweating, writhing around in bed at like four o'clock, <laughs> four a.m. and like night. Before okay. his hairline miraculously improved. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> so like he, he he goes he goes into the kitchen standard, yeah. He he, he has a look around the setup and he approves it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. He greets the owner, John, like the Top Guns, like yeah. the owners, because like. You know, it's a bit weird, and it's like, right, okay, well, we've got oh the top brass, God. top brass, we're out, we check, have you, oh, are you with the other it top guy, you with the other guy, like should we meet the fucking chef? Jesus Christ. It's like, oh, right, okay. It's the same beats as, uh, it is. Yeah. Well, do you know what I mean? It's like, and then there's like a sexy lady in food, right, okay? So like, you, you watch Kitchen Nightmares, there's always like a bit where there's like the one of... untamable mistress yeah, like that is food. Yeah, because that's, it's like food and sex, yeah? Because there's really like Kitchen Nightmares or something like that, there's like a waitress, or like the wife of the owner, or like a daughter Have of the Have you been sexualising Kitchen Nightmares? Absolutely. <laughs> Right, and and they, and they all go, ooh, he's, he's pretty fancy, and it's a combination of both in his head. Okay. So, and then, but, it, right, it's a surprise party on a nuclear sub as well. That, that's fine. Is it? Right, realistically, yeah. are we going to say that would ever happen? Do you think on nuclear subs, you yeah, got to just, it probably gets boring. Like, I mean, I'd want a surprise party for my birthday. Like, it just gets signed off, does it? It probably would be hard to keep it a surprise in a giant tin can. Yeah, no, but it's just, just like, they just go to the military, they go, oh, oh, we're thinking about throwing a, a surprise party. Yeah, sounds good. Where is oh, it? I want a nuclear sub. No, I don't think that's happening. Oh, no, I mean, the red tape, man. The, the, the risk assessment alone on that bitch. It's Jesus. Just, Bunch of drunk men running around the nuclear reactor. Don't think so, sunshine. Yeah, it's not that. Bust not out happening. the fucking. But it is. But it is. <laughs> but it is in Gordon Ramsay's like his swirling mind, right? Okay. So, but then, like seriously, bang! Like one of the like one one like sort of massive like uh, direction change in his like mind, right? Okay. There's like a rival food. Like, like he gets told. Right. He gets told his food is not good enough and they're going to use some, like, game t- catered kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's really fucking not happy, does it? Yeah? Okay. Yeah? They're going to serve I'm shit instead of his fresh... They're going to serve, like, shit instead of his, like, fresh food. Yeah? Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that, that guy shows him ultimate disrespect. He spits in his food. Oh, yeah, man. Spits yeah, in yeah. the brewery base, doesn't he? Yeah, man. That's a proper fucking mad, on not it, yeah? Very beauty, you right. And then, like, Tommy Lee Jones, he's eat, do you know when he's eating all that meat? Yeah. And he's just fucking flinging it around. That's making Gordon Ramsay mad, okay? Making him mental. He's making Gordon Ramsay Steven Seagal Absolutely. to Tommy Lee Jones's Mark Old P.L.I. Oh no! Yeah, you see? It's come full circle. He's still, he's still bitching about that fucking like, reservation book that, like, that he fucking stole or something like that. This is swelling around. This is creating these characters, isn't it? Mm. Yeah? Okay, yeah. but like even in his mind, the thing it, like it's a global crisis. This all this shit's going down. This nuclear stuff. Still cares about these pies in the fucking oven, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, Christ, he's fucking right back. Yeah, get my pies out the oven. Fucking <laughs> Ramsey. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And then and then top quality every time. Every customer is a VIP. Yeah. Okay. Who am I talking about? Gordon Ramsay or Casey Ryback? Both. Exactly. Right, so he uses what he knows in his dream. So, like, what does 
what does Gordon know about in his dream? He knows about kitchens, so he uses the kitchen for death. Yeah? He uses his pans and shit. Yeah. But for good, like as a vigilante. Exactly. With great power comes great responsibility. Proper twats, people. <laughs> in the kitchen, with various kitchens. I, wa- I did what I wanted more slapstick, like pans around the Bing! Air. Yeah, like fucking rolling pin up the arse. Like, bo- like bottom <laughs> yeah, style. <laughs> Which actually. <laughs> will link in to the second one, yeah. <laughs> it is. Bottom okay, so, <laughs> so I mean, realistically, when you look at that, how is it not? And then at the end of the film, when he's like being honoured and he's thinking, what is he wearing? Is he wearing an all white uniform? Virginal. Trademark chef whites. Absolutely. Yeah, no. Yeah. You could convince me of that, like more so than Flat Earth, frankly. <laughs> if you put that on 4chan, and I'm pretty into Flat Earth. <laughs> no. Yeah, get it on, man. If get it on Reddit. But 4chan's quicker. Cheeky little AMA. Yeah, would you be like just getting believers like all over the fucking place? Let's do it. Okay, cool. <laughs> right, so. Um... It's funny you're talking about Tommy Lee Jones because I've got an ode to Tommy Lee Jones because he absolutely stole my heart in this film. Frankly, Stranix, I love it. I love him. So this is uh, ode to Tommy Lee Jones as Stranix, a haiku. Evil Mick Jagger, <laughs> you threw some meat, waved the shrimp, then Casey killed you. So his costume is objectively the best, isn't it? He's, bit, he's, bit, taking... he's a bit Keith Richards as well, though. Well, it's, Jagger it's, it's a bit, you know... It's Rolling Stonesy, isn't it? Heath Ledger, rest in peace, clearly took a bit of inspiration here, I think. Because in, uh, in his iconic role as the Joker, we all know he took a bit of inspiration from Sid Vicious, didn't he? And uh, he's just... He's just uh, just riding on the cocktail there. Tommy Lee Jones, because he, he's taking some inspiration from some musicians right here, isn't he? Clearly. This is... This is brilliant, frankly. I absolutely love it. He's like the... the, the like, the warmer... Like, the warmongering hippie. Like, he's, he's just too fucking cool, man. Throwing meat around, and when he's waving that shrimp around, man, like, like, you just imagine his mum talking like oh, don't play with your food don't play with your food Stranix like fuck you I'll hijack a boat and play with my food bitch right. I'll do what I fucking want he's, he's got some serious child abuse oh yeah it cannot be maintained mate uh, okay. <laughs> don't hijack boats imagine him in the bath I'll he's, show you mum yeah in the bath with his submarine and his U-boat he's just like what are you doing like, rinse your hair stop playing with boats like, 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 like a bad kid in a shop just like I'm in this mum I'll play with boats if I want to you slack yeah. <laughs> Care. Calling them all like comments. Which harkens into his constant cartoon references. Doesn't it? What's his fucking name? Roadrunner. Yeah? Right, A childish yeah. fucking icon. Roadrunner. Always running away from his problem, isn't he? Yeah? Tommy Lee Jones has got severe childhood trauma and he's merely a victim of his own upbringing. None of this is his fault, pal. Look okay. at him. 
Okay. He dresses like a rock star. He's got that teenage mindset that he's still going to conquer the world. He's playing in his band. Yeah? He's, he's a bit of a fucking nobody, man. He's playing with his food, throwing it around, acting up like a little kid. He's constantly talking about cartoons and, like, playing God, trying to convince people he's crazy while he's, you know, shipping his missiles one way but saying he's doing another thing. He's just a little kid, bro. And he don't deserve none of this shit. He gets fucking aikido to death. He gets pushed through a screen. Death by television. But I put it to you that television made him this way. Because of his absent mother, so she raised him on television. You're just telling me what I already know, Stephen. I think, and I, I think, think what we all we're, already we're, know. we're both speaking a, this, a see, this, assumed knowledge. This film, to me, highlights a very real problem we have in our society today so much so running away from our problems absolutely the problems that inflict us as a child will inevitably follow if, into yeah. our adult life yeah. and if we don't resolve them, issues yeah they'll take over and you'll end up in the middle of the fucking Pacific with Gary Busey dressed as a woman yeah uh, throwing shrimp around you'll have a good time like but ultimately you'll Steve Zagal's gonna fuck you up absolutely so what's going to happen? Make your decision, man. Red pill, blue pill. What do you, you want to do? It's, it's, I'd still opt for like the good time, really. Good <laughs> yeah. time on a boat. Yeah, same. Good time on a boat. A little bit of a lark around. The, uh, the meat looks good, <clears throat> to, be, to be honest. Yeah, man, good temperature on that. I mean, Gordon Ramsay's not going to imagine so part of me, is he? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> it's consistent throughout. Alright, what do you got? Well, like, next thing that I got is a, like a return of a much loved feature. <laughs> it's Tasty Steve's Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, right, okay, so this film, like, you've got to break fi- fights down, right? So, obviously, Casey just generally, right, w- with the normal kind of like non-boss level like enemies he just fucking twats everybody yeah yeah it's like no messing loads of stabs yeah, slashing about. right um, Man on the some some he puts like proper extra in like proper breaking stuff that like just yeah. seems like excessive uh-huh. yeah it's good but like these foes are just like it. subpar foes so I, I'm thinking I'm thinking three or four yeah general overall rating oh. but then end fights against Tommy Lee Jones I mean, he just gets wrecked all over the shop. Yeah? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm not fussed. I'm not fussed. He's easily beating him. Yeah. yeah? But then, towards the end of the fight, Casey fucking right back. He bites the knife. Uh-huh. Yeah? He puts his thumb in his eye. Knife. Head. And then the head in the TV. Nine out of ten. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The finish just absolutely just tops it off. Yeah. What I've got to say is a very, very solid effort in this film. Absolutely, yeah. What What would you say? I know it's not strictly in the criteria, but what would you say? We can still we can still talk about other subjects whilst we're still in uh, Tasty Seeds fight ratings. Yeah, I mean, like the like the mental fight between Busey and Seagal throughout the movie. Like, who's got who wins there? I mean, ultimately, Seagal obviously, like Casey Ryback, he. He managed to sink the sub, but I mean the games they're playing with each other from the very beginning. Like 
He seems see, to really hate that chef. Well, and, uh, what well, it doesn't really seem to be like that. Well, Ryback's the first to make it physical. Like Gary, Gary Busey spits in the Billy base, but I mean, <laughs> he goes from after that. There's no, there's no physical confrontation, and then he, you know he doesn't hit, he doesn't hit him back or anything. He just he takes out all his men and then he throws him in the freezer. But like after that, there's there's a there's a proper psychological war going on between them two. Like the constant like undermining of one another. Like mm-hmm. on the one hand, you've got Busey saying that he's like you know he's a, he's a, he's deranged and you know he's nothing but a cook, and then Segal letting him believe that and you know mm. going along with this thing just so he can, he can do his own you know his, his secret missions on the side working for the captain. You know, it's who wins, man. Who had the upper hand? I mean, ultimately, Sagan, obviously, but how would you rate it? How did they play it? I'm, I'm mind saying, game rating. Mind game rating. I'd say Busey, like... He's, he's, he's a solid he's seven, but, like, Sagan just seems to come in with an eight for me. He, like, overall, overall mind game, right back wins. Oh, yeah. In the overall, but Busey plays a very good game for, for what is, like, not a, like, sort of, particularly sort of physically vicious foe for him. So, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Right. Well, right. I've, are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm done now, so we can officially out and... Well, no, I've, I mean, I've got my sequels and spin-offs I need to talk to you about. Delightful. So, I came up with a list of sequels and spin-offs that I'd like to see for Under Siege, because, you know, we're in the habit of rebooting things at the moment, so yeah. I came up with four ideas. If anyone's out there, except for Kathleen Kennedy, um, I've got four ideas I'd like to pitch to you. So, number one, I'd like a Meat Locker origin story a la... Solo, a Star Wars story, you know. I, you know when he gets thrown in the meat locker at the start of the movie, like yeah. in, in his in his freezer. Yeah. He, he's like, gonna go and <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. like he's sort of got a oh not this shit again look on his face. Like I feel like he's been in that situation before, and I want to know more about it. That's maybe that's how he first got into his aikido. You know, maybe that's how it started. You know, some sort of traumatic experience in a, in a meat locker. I don't know. Anyway. Is it is it not that he just realizes when he's locked in there that it's a series? He knows a terrorist thing's going down, and he's like he recognizes it and does go this well, shit. Yeah, potentially on that situation, but I mean in the situation before because he's reminiscent of being in a meat locker before in my mind. So I want to know that origin story. Well, then that's that's meant to be a solid one then. Great, make it a movie, but put Steven Seagal in it. Yeah, maybe he is. <laughs> Basically, maybe he's the origin of Solid Snake in the original games as well. Maybe. Him based with Kurt Russell as Solid Snake from Escape from New York, which will probably have to be in the next film. Fine. <laughs> right, pitch number two. Uh, Wayne's World 3 picks up direct, <laughs> directly where Wayne's World 2 finishes, except Stranix's band shows up. They're the only band that shows up at Wayne's stock. And they take the festival hostage. Then Casey fucking Ryback, he's got to show up and save the day. And uh, I guess uh, Wayne and Garth can have like a beef plot about Wayne trying to stop Cassandra from fucking cheating on him again. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's, 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 he's <laughs> the big theme of all of yeah, the Wayne's was, isn't it? Time the dumper, bro. Like if, yeah, if a girl, if a girl it, meets mate, you for Chris Walken, then you are in dire straits, yeah, pal. Just let her go, man. Gotta take your woman <laughs> from you. And there's nothing you can do. <laughs> is that the whole point? Is that the whole point of that one? So you could do a fucking Walken impression. No, it was to lead you into a number three, which oh. is uh, a Mrs. Doubtfire reboot. <laughs> Uh, Gary Busey is Miss July. <laughs> Essentially the exact same script, but with more Busey-themed insanity. So I just want Mrs. Doubtfire again, but I want Gary Busey in his Miss July costume from Under Siege, just being a fucking grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And part four, I'm throwing it out there right now. I want a YouTube cooking show called Casey Cooking Ryback. 
Yeah. Oh. And yeah. I want all these recipes from Under Siege One and Two. So Under Siege One, I want to know how to make the bully base with and without spit. I want to know how to make the burnt pies. I want to know how to make the microwave bomb. And I want to know how to make that backpack caramel bomb. You know where he's got the nuke and he's pouring the caramel out of it, and he makes a bomb. I want to know how to make that. I want to know how to make all the things in Under Siege Two as well. Remind me, and when we start talking about Under Siege Two. I'll give you the rest of my recipe list. I was thinking about that with the, um, do you know when he's doing the bomb, like he's pouring out the caramel. Yeah, yeah you could have like um, like Casey's uh, Great British Bake Off. Yeah, man. Where you basically just I wanna, go, I wanna know it's what, a bomb. Man, fucking binging with Babish. If you're out there, mate, do an Under Siege episode. Do the booty base with and without the spit, man. Do the burnt pies and make burnt pie taste good. Yeah, don't we, do the microwave bomb, bombs. But no. if you can do the like a caramel bomb, you know, like a melt in the middle kind of dessert that's shaped like a nuclear warhead, get it going, pal. I'll do your Patreon. <laughs> Ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. I'm only kidding. Yeah. So you, you, I'm not. No. Please do. Right. Next up, Under Seas Two. Yeah. See you shortly. <laughs>